Yeah, it's me, Good Looking Lee. This is the Thing Me Later podcast. My co-host is still out of town. I need her to hurry up. But in front of me, I got two special guests. I'm going to let you go first. First of <laughs> I'm all, first. I'm going to take claim for the first special guest spot because, again, we've been co-opted. Um, <laughs> this is a hostile takeover. I just want to let everybody know. Um, I'm blinking into the camera to try to send some Morse code out, and uh, hopefully somebody can come and <laughs> save me. But no Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> Who taught niggas Morse code? Um, I am a trainer called Tony from the Off the Strength podcast, and I've been ransacked in the hallways by... (laughs) Wow, wow. First of all, I've been followed. Let's start there. (laughs) This is Jess Latasha here of uh, the Jess Latasha brand, and um, Tony just follows me wherever I go. I need the listening audience to know (laughs) wherever I'm at, I'm always there first, Mm. and then Tony pops up. Pops up. It's because we in cool spaces. How come we can't just be... How come we can't just be on some cool stuff? I don't know, because I don't ransack. (laughs) (laughs) I would like everyone to understand that I do not ransack. I'm much too lazy for that kind of plan. (laughs) Okay. I understand that. So, you guys know each other. You're well acquainted. I like this. I like this a lot. Tony, you're a wellness guru. Some some would say that. I wouldn't be one of them, but some would say that. <laughs> Somebody told Somebody me that. would say that. I know I ain't get it from nowhere. It, it couldn't be for me, but I do a oh, lot man. inside that wellness space for sure. First of all, I just want to say, yo, this has been a long time coming. I've been That's very excited. Super bad. big fan. We've been trying to make this work for a long time. Oh, yeah. And in spite of current company, you know, I'm still very happy to be here, you know? <laughs> I'm really happy to have you here. I'm happy to have you as well. Thank you. <laughs> You're going to put me on the spot shit. I'm happy to have you, T. Well, you know, I, you, you good. <laughs> no, it has you know been very long, though. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, timing. Timing. It was it. We... We couldn't do it before. We was all moving lie. and shaking. Yeah. Like before it was just, I look back like, yo, nobody should have spoken to me then. Mm-hmm. I'm so much better now. This is good. We good right here where we are. Y'all was nice day one. This I is was true. Rocking. I appreciate it. This is true. You don't call yourself good looking Lee and don't think that you, you got on. some sauce. Come on. Come on. on, on that drip. <laughs> Come on. Drip. You, know, you know you had it on yo, you. Yo. <laughs> you know how you know it. You be like, tell me again. <laughs> I ain't gonna let you say. I ain't you know, gonna say it. I let you say yeah. it. Yeah, you That's know. Shout up. out to everybody who hits me now. Like, yo, you know, good looking Lee. We knew you knew. You know that shit really wasn't like because of my the sauce is there, but it wasn't because of that. It's because I always show love and I be looking out and niggas don't say thank you. They say good looking. So it's like I'm always helping people. A double look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Levels, yo. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just basic. I didn't even catch that. Exactly. (laughs) Somebody just hit me the other day and was like, yo, I got the email. Good looking, Lee. And then he came back and was like, yo. Wait a second. Yeah. I said, yeah, I know. Thank me later. It's okay. That's what's (laughs) up. Yeah. But you into wellness. Yes. How did that begin for you? My journey in that space started very specifically at 5505. Now, I'm going to get into the story because it is an unfortunate day. That's Cinco de Mayo for my friends at home who might not be paying attention. That's a very bad day for you to get into a car accident and get into trouble because nobody takes your pain seriously when sombreros is involved, you know. Um, But took me down a path. I was in a car accident, had to do a bunch of rehab uh, numbness and tingling all down the body and all the rest of that stuff. I was a computer science person at that point in time. While I was doing my rehab, I started falling in love with this whole human system and a long, very expensive collegiate path. Shortly after that, I got into professional wellness as I am today. 
Okay. I'm sorry to hear about the accident. No problem. So you should be sorry about that college stuff because that's the real hurt out of that. Yeah. You know, that was that's the most painful thing. <laughs> the pain from the car accident I'm subsided still very early. Painful college aches. Oh yeah, I still feel it every day. Every month. <laughs> every month, boy. Every month when I, I got to tell her. Yeah. I'm so Look proud of you. you. See? I'm so proud of you. I feel judged by her just now. Me she too. Looked, she Me too. I, I caught it. I caught <laughs> it. She looked down. I paid mine off. That wasn't yeah. shade. That was inspiration. Mm. I didn't get it. Once. <laughs> it's light at the end of the tunnel. Right. That, that bill will be, will be paid one day. So this is true. One this is day true. you too should be like me. That's what she hit us with. Yo. Oh, I jumped Sally Mae. Fuck her. Fuck her. Yo, she's on me, okay? Right? On, I don't want you, miss. Stop, stop calling my line. Yo, every month they'd be like, hey, just check in. Don't check in. Yeah. Don't check in. Because you're want... still going to get the minimum yeah. payment, okay? <laughs> Not a dollar more. Situation's the same. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sally. Yo, they getting smart as a bitch, though. The numbers Change are the number regular. Up. Yeah. Numbers are regular, three, four, seven. Caught me off guard the first time. I ain't even going to hold you. Yeah. I answered the phone happy as hell. Hey, hello? Hey, how you doing? Is, is this Miss Walker? I'm like, Who's this? This yeah. is Great Lakes. Oh, this is not her. You off the line. This is not she. Actually, I'm not even sure how she gave you this number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Nah, but when you started getting into wellness and mm-hmm. stuff, did you have to break any crazy mental barriers? You oh, know for saying? sure. For what, sure. What, what kind of barriers are we talking? So, uh, and I got to go back into that story again. I worked in wellness at a very, I'd say, prestigious place. Uh, just insert instead of prestigious, expensive. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, but that was not the space that I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I became a product of opulence. And to be in and around that opulence all the time, coming from where I came from, was a shock to the culture. You know, I was like, oh, wait, hold on. I got to go back through all my guidance counselors throughout life, and I want to make sure I call them and curse them out because nobody told me you can actually get these jobs and get paid that in any way, shape, or form. So that first big adjustment was trying to understand how to talk to people whose world was completely different from mine. I'm talking to 0.0001% of the population as well I was working with. So that definitely required a different type of mind, a different type of mentality. That's something I still work on every day. Mm -hmm. It's still hard. And I I work with children, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's like even I'm seeing in my kids, like, Damn, y'all really got a different perspective. Yeah. Saying? Y'all just live a different life. Like, I had uh, one of my white kids, he thought it was a joke. He called one of the black kids a slave. Whoa. Right? And then he was like, well, I didn't mean it in any bad way. And I asked him, what other way could you mean it? He couldn't tell me, so he started stuttering. And he started crying. So I told him, like, you know, I don't care about white tears, so you got to fix it. Mm. Like, you got to tell the white adults, too, because they yeah, do the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But that was the thing. The white adults were like, we understand why he's upset and crying. Mm-hmm. Give him a minute. And I'm like, I don't understand shit. <laughs> I, I was the only one. <laughs> Give him a minute. That's we why. gave you 400 years. You know what right? I'm going to stop? You what already had a head start. About? <laughs> Give yeah, him a minute. Yo, that happened two weeks ago. Son ain't been in my class. <laughs> He'd have still been running laps. That's like a real story. He's like, all right, you figured it out yet? Do another one. Chad, go around that ring. And I teach like sports and gym. And son is like, I don't even like sports. I wanna mm. I wanna go to the library. I'm happy about it, but I'm just like, you know you was wrong. You know what I'm saying? So it's like just even just talking to different people with different perspectives. I know how to do it on a certain like level, but I notice when it happened, they're they're younger, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. certain things that are just obvious to me, he he doesn't know. Yeah. But then what scared me was that he came from a line who they don't know either. Exactly. And to me, you're older than me. You have to know. But they don't. Yeah. They don't know. What What was that like, just learning the different languages of communication with people? 
Um, I would say it was a culture shock for sure. But to thrive and really be successful in that business, it was a necessity to understand that, right? So I'm only if I'm selling my product and my product is me essentially, if I don't know how to find that that human thread that connects me to you, even though you've never seen or walked any kind of the stuff that I've done in life and I've never done the same for you, I have to get down to that element that connects us and that binds us. And usually, you know, the refinement of that characteristic is what's gonna make you a good instructor, good trainer, good leader, whatever that case is. So somewhere along the line of hey i need to get this money right you know and necessity is going to be a really good thing that makes you have to innovate and it's a hyper competitive field so i had to get into the the scrum of it and you know eventually when you're working with that investment based population they see the value you show them value up front and they keep investing and that kind of helped that whole process evolve okay i hear you saying this i hear you read this i hear you go to these different places okay so what can i you know, borrow from. I call myself the like slumdog millionaire inside that space because I jumped around a bunch picking up little things from all of these people that I'm leading. So if I could lead a CEO, if I could lead somebody who's born into generational wealth that doesn't mean anything to me because it's just too crazy out there, if I could pull little gems from all of them and kind of figure out a way to put together a package that is still me, but it can relate to you, well, then that's going to be the key right there. Yeah, that's dope. See, that's why I don't mind when he stalked me because he's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fine, you could be around, I guess. Every move. It's nice. That's how I slide in. I don't even mind. He's smart as fuck. It don't even matter. <laughs> Come on, guidebook. It's okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I like you. You know how, like, us as as black folk, we always have like a way to make a joke about anything. Mm-hmm. Any of your friends that would be like, "Look at this nigga!" Oh, communicating with the whites, you <laughs> getting money about, out the whites. First of all, friends, <laughs> let's put friends on full pause. Family, you know how crazy it was to tell my family. Like again, uh, father side. Of, I'm the first generation in my father side of family coming from Panama to be born here. Right, telling somebody West Indian descent and Caribbean descent that you're leaving something that seems like it's secure to essentially play in the gym. That's kind of what most of my family on that side thought I was doing. You want to talk about critique? <laughs> you want to talk about the the litany of insults that was thrown this way? You know, luckily I got a little bit of a thick skin, you know, and then the friends, it made sense to them a little later on down the line. Because right. then they say, oh, wait, hold on, you switching it up. And I didn't know the gym was doing that. I didn't know what was going on over here. You know, some people have to see the success before they see the process you know and i invested in the process during that whole time so my family it made more sense to my family after a while it made more sense to the friends you know and then learning and getting into new spaces it, it just keeps going forward talk black man <laughs> this is my bitch son i'm not even into the gym but i'm i'm fucking with it yeah. i ain't gonna lie you though I be in the gym all the time. I probably be doing it wrong, but I be in there. Listen, I'm, I be in there. I got, okay? I got you. I got you. you. We in here. We gonna yeah. make this work. And I'm at a good gym. Mm. A lot of whites be there. There we I go. Be in there. I probably Sh- worked for them at one point. Yeah, you might have. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that free membership. Yeah, you, know, you gotta know people. For I got sure. a whole note for like logins for Netflix and Hulu. The best one I have is a gym. Yeah, you I'm definitely. like, girl, you ain't using it. They're going to think it's me. Let me use it. That's and true. it worked. You know That's what I'm saying? What's up. Trying to get my shit together. Hell yeah. But have you ever either, uh, not even, no, it's not either. Have you ever dealt with any kind of mo- mental health issues? Like, is there ever a time where you can remember like, yo, 
I wanted to give all this shit up because I was just dark. I know that. And what I want to ask you is, has working out and getting your body together, does it actually help? Because I hear that a lot. I research mental health because I be fucked up, son. Yeah. Does that really help, working out and getting your body right? So just from the physical aspects of it, you, you have a dopo energetic system, right? When you're working out, you're creating stress. Your body's going to release endorphins. That's going to give you that pleasure kind of reward-based system inside there, right? So a little bit of stress, you get this uh, rush of endorphins, rush of different hormones that make you feel good. That's what you call people here, the runner's high, all the rest of those kind of things. So that's going to be the one thing, right? Um, there's the all the aesthetic things that maybe you see positive reinforcement through and all the rest of that kind of stuff. But for me personally, to get inside that space where, okay, have I ever dealt with mental health things? Have I gone through that? And have I, how have I found refuge in this working out space? I don't know anybody who's a true professional in this space that's worth their merit that hasn't struggled with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you don't come into this space and spend an inordinate amount of time in there unless you're trying to work on something. I don't know if they're going to say it, but the dude that's looking in the mirror trying to get like extra buff, all the rest of that, he going through some stuff. It might look mm-hmm. different. It might present different. And because we don't have the right language for it, we don't get to express that. You know, so ma- masculinity is a fragile thing. I really try to Super. talk about that in a lot of different ways. But we, the big people, you need to check on your big people out there sometimes. You know, they, they in there doing all, you spending seven days a week in the same spot, looking at yourself, kind of trying to compare yourself to a idea of perfection. That That's not starting in a good space. Wow. Right? So there's a lot of layers inside there. But for me, the gym has always been a place of refuge. Even in that computer space, I'm looking at the screen, I'm typing, doing all the rest of this stuff during the day. Mine is fried. I would go on my lunch break and then again after the gym. Right. Not knowing stuff, but I'm trying to get away from all the stuff that's kind of keeping me back. Um, Fast forward through that story, gotten to a point where, again, stress is building up. I'm working now professionally in this field. Comparison culture is a real thing. All the ills coming along with it, you know, taking somebody from who's not of uh, opulent lifestyle. You start to get around some people. They moving fast. They doing a lot of different stuff that listen just to be straight up. I wasn't in those circles before. Now I started getting into different circles, partying, atmospheres, and all the rest of that. It adds up. Get to a certain point where I was just like, you know what? I got to pump my brakes. I got to get out of this space. I had to leave the spaces that I was in. Literally went and traveled for it for a little bit, you know, to get my head right. So definitely not a stranger to, you know, confronting that man in the mirror, so to speak. Right, right. I knew something was wrong with big people because why do you buy wife beaters that don't even fit you like wife beaters? And what happened to the leg workouts? It's I knew. Uneven. You know see? what I'm saying? You're about to topple over. Exactly. Because you can't see most mirrors where you stopping that mirror at, see? That's true. That's I always knew, but they made me feel crazy. You know what I'm saying? I know you, Latasha, you do uh, hot yoga. Do you still do it? I'm in, I'm in that yoga crazy. Okay. I really so am. What, what have you been dealing with mentally that help, that yoga helped you with? I need to um, practice slowing down and being present. My Mm. mind is always in the future and I'm always fighting with my past. I'm Mm. always in two different timelines. So Mm. yoga makes me like stop and be present. Like it's getting real fucking hot in here. And if we don't concentrate and slow down, if we don't like focus on where we're at and making sure we're doing the movements correctly, we're going to have a big problem. Mm. So there's even some times where like if I didn't eat enough or if I didn't have enough water, like there'll be times where it gets really hot. I get overheated and I get really lightheaded. You have to stop and lay down. And then I'm always thinking about like what other people are like perceiving of me so me being the only one who has to stop while the rest of the class is having an easeful time and keep going like i have to be comfortable with being like 
you're the odd one out right now and you don't look the strongest in the class and like being like okay well I'll be that guy right now I just need like a few minutes to get my body right get my mind right and I'll rejoin the class and like it's just been challenging to number one go there because I live in fucking Queens and Mm. the travel sucks and it's getting cold out and then like (laughs) lasting through that full fucking hour of like just being uncomfortable and being challenged and being present like I really 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 needed that I'm glad you mentioned what you put in your body because I wanted to ask you, Tony, like, when did it get serious enough to where you're like, okay, well, the things that I enjoy even eating, Mm -hmm. they're not conducive to where I see myself being in the next few months or years. Yeah, that's another that's another very layered story. I want to get to that immediately, but I do want to champion Latasha over here again. I give her a hard time because she's one of my favorite new friends. (laughs) Um confronting that ego inside that space and like feeling powerful enough to be like you know what I don't got to be keeping up with Rebecca and all the rest of them in the yeah. corner doing all that's the wild headstands does it every day you know <laughs> doing all of that stuff that's you know that is why I love this space because it's the last true stance of what meritocracy actually looks like to me mm. right it's the easiest way to do it hey I'm going to show up I'm going to put this time in and I'm going to be dedicated to this process and see the results based off of what you put in, mm-hmm. right? The idea of what that American dream is, the idea of what, you know, I'm going to work hard and it's going to be linear progression is hard for me to find in a lot of other spaces. But this is I the closest back, thing I have to T.I. <laughs> this nigga's vocabulary is impeccable. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the only thing, you know? It's a, it's a lot everywhere else, but I feel like if you invest in your physical practice and some people don't invest in that, that mindfulness dedicatedly, but inside of what you were saying, mm-hmm. There's a mindful aspect of that. That's why I love this space. That's what I really resonate towards. Now, going back to the food side of it. um, Yeah, again, my mother, the whole family, my father's whole family looked at me like I was crazy when I started coming back into Thanksgiving. It was like, hey, check this out. I'm only going to take a little small portion of this side. You know, I might might have one type of this, do all the rest of that stuff because I'm trying to make this investment, right? Because... What do we do for, with food? It's not about what you put on a plate. It's about the community that you have inside there, right? It's about showing love, right? It's about, you know, we took abundance or we took scarcity and now we're bringing abundance to the table and we like to use that as a vehicle to show that we actually care about you. So when I want to change my food structure, I'm changing my family structure in some way, shape or form. Or that's at least what it was thought of before. My grandmother was calling me a vegan for the longest time. I was like, Grandma, I'm not a vegan <laughs> at all. I just don't want diabetes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> this was, hey, listen, check this out. Our whole family has these type of things that's going yeah. down this line. That fat elbow is not genetic. Right? It's like... It's the choices that we're making. Let's just pause for a second. Like, we watched Soul Food all the way through to the end, right? Sure did. Did we understand that the same thing that they had at the beginning of the movie was the same shit that they was eating at the end of the movie? Yes. And we didn't make a change. Okay, I got to be the guy to step out and be like, I got to call bullshit. Sorry. Yeah. Something doesn't make sense here. So, when I said that, again, I, I am totally the black sheep in both literal contexts inside the family space. They definitely got after me for that. It was like, hey, what's going on? Why are you not eating? You better than us now? You don't want to eat our food? It's like, no, it's not that. I'm just trying to change it up, you know, and I want to live forward. I want to change this legacy. I want to get on this space and, you know, maybe evolve people. And I've seen that slowly but surely there's an erosion of the that hard stance because it's not coming from the ill space. I'm never judgmental. That's just not my character. If I want to do something for me, you shouldn't feel affected by that. You know, and vice versa. I, I love all the things. I love the history that's on there, but we got to put it into context. Hey, I'm going to take a little bit of history. I'm going to take a little bit of our culture, but I ain't going to overindulge because that's over. also a part of our history. I got to be conscious and aware of that. Right. 
I'm definitely going to overindulge this Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. You know, you got to make the allotments. Listen, <laughs> a- abstinence strategy. But my thing is, my boundary is I never take leftovers. See? And I've been doing that for a few years. Oh, that's dope. Like, but I'll that makes eat, sense. Yeah, I'll eat one plate as hefty as I, as I would like, but I don't eat a second plate and I take nothing home. There we go. Oh, See? shit, that's dope. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yo, I, yeah, she just got me. I'm going to have to switch it up. Listen, I ask me like that. Bring it with us, right? <laughs> I can't but then we going we going on the bin, right? Right. That yeah, whole no, week right. is going to be yo mac and cheese every day this week. That's what we doing. It's like, all right, come on, we got to look at this a little different. Attacked, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you start learning about um, how what you put into your body, you know, has an effect on how you feel and stuff? When you started getting into that, because I know you did, mm-hmm. I be doing my homework. Oh, you snap. are researched down. I actually I have to commend you for like thank your you. skills. A lot of people are lacking. We're going to thank you really right good. now for that. I appreciate it. I ain't even going to thank you, you know later. I feel, like, exactly. I feel like you should know who you're speaking to. I love Cause, that. Because why? Why yeah. do I need to talk to you? But when you get into how things make you feel mm-hmm. and you start showing people and, and, and showing them, you know, listen, I'm not just saying this. It can be proven. What what was that like? That's that change with your audience? Because I'm sure I'm sure you had that pushback. Because I said it one day. I was reading about it, and I said, "Yo, I read about something." I said to my family, "I said, yo, I always feel bad after I eat trash. Yeah. I always feel bad." Mm-hmm. And then my body started reacting, and I was like, "Yo, I'm starting to get pimples and stuff. I can't yeah. have this." And my family was like, "This is what it is. You overthinking it." Not I was quite. like, they ask you to pray after? Yo, no. See? They pray didn't. Temple away. I love my they people. Didn't. They asked me to do the toothpaste thing, and I was like, I knew you hated that me. I, yeah. No, that I, I do, actually. But see, it doesn't work for everybody. My skin hates right. it. Uh-oh. My skin hates my skin it. Mm. I feel weird. <laughs> like, it just gets, it's kind of like I break out more. Mm. And I, my cousin knew that. And Damn. I was like, I knew you hated me. You should have just said you. that shit. You know what I'm saying? Set you up. Set me up. What was it like, though, when you start showing people, yo, I can back up what I'm saying? So, again, we got to look at the context of who I'm talking to at what point in time, right? And I always try to be in a space where I can have the information, but I don't feel obligated to tell you something if I don't think you're ready for it. Mm. So, my master's is in ex-phys sports nutrition, right? I came into, for my clientele, coming in with this paperwork, who are of the background that they're going to be reading every type of paper that's out and quizzing you essentially hey did you hear about what this person said in the forbes and they were talking about this and that and the other thing and i'm reading this because i know who i'm working for they see the value instantaneously this is an investment oh my trainer can tell you xyz you know he's a physical therapist he's an athletic trainer he's doing all the rest of this stuff hey he's i'm getting a big investment off of my dollar inside here so i'm very appreciative of the information i'm giving you turn that around Hey, I'm coming home. I want to give everybody this good info. Hey, everybody, look at what I got. I got these degrees, man. I want to show you with these degrees. What we're eating is essentially killing us, guys. Not going to be received the best way. You know, um, the people that I have the hardest time converting are the people who are closest to me. Right. Because you got to think about it. If I was in a position of you are my my parents know how this whole doctrine goes. So my parents were the custodians of me for a long time. Now I'm in a position where I have to take care of them. Now I'm in the position where I have to advise them. And when you change those reins over, it's hard to get that, you know, it's hard to get that underneath control. He's talking. He's talking. He's talking. It's hard to get that received the right way. So I can tell my mother something, but if it comes out in Oprah a couple weeks after, she'll then go and follow. Hey, you know what? That information that you said was cool. You know, that doctor that was in that magazine that I always read confirmed that you wasn't full of shit, essentially, you know? And it's like, I. Cool. It's like thanks. I <laughs> you know, I wasn't. 
Yeah, and it's it's like that for a lot of different people in that space. But I try not to be abrasive because there's twofold processes. My words are only as good as my people can understand, right? So if I'm gonna push you and I'll be abrasive, I take a hard stance on it. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm restricting you. People have an adverse reaction to that, right? So I've been in the positions where I've seen people who are close to me and my family, and it means everything to me to change their life. And I come to them with that level of urgency. And I'm completely shut down. I'm completely rejected because the onus of that responsibility makes it seem like you're doing something bad. I'm judging you. And that's never the, the point of view that I want to have inside that space. It's more, hey, these skills and these things that I've gone out and gotten value in, I want to share that with you. I'm not saying that you did a bad thing and therefore you're bad. I'm saying, hey, we can probably have a better strategy to increase these results. Longevity, our family lifeline is only going about 70, 75 hey, we can extend that by another 10, 15 years if we change up a couple of these things. I'm not saying you got to live in a gym. I'm saying you should know where it's at. Mm. Jeez. <laughs> Relax a lot. My listeners don't be known. You, know? you should just know where it's at. You know? Again, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell area, you you need to be in there. You know, just, gym. hey, you got some sweatpants? Go ahead take a couple laps around the block every to once in a while. Honest, depending on the size of wherever you live at, you could do that right at home. You and could. I lost a ton of weight working out at home. That YouTube, those YouTube videos will get you going. Right. And I love that fact that, you know, the information is out there for sure in a higher level than it ever has been before. I've seen that evolution take place and there's true value in some people that you see on these things. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you check in these people, though. Right. There's a lot of charlatans out there. A lot of people selling snake oil. Mm-hmm. They be out here lying to you, smiling in your face, doing all kind of crazy stuff. Straight That's up lying. That's a fact. Shout out to them. I've seen some of y'all videos. <laughs> I knew it was a fraud. I'll be in the comments heavy. Yeah. Like you lying. <laughs> this nigga treat the comments like Yelp reviews. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let that thing off. It's like, yo, stop running. Shout I out to Fitness it. Blender. Those are my two favorite white people. Oh, word? Yeah, Fitness Blender on YouTube. They help me lose a lot of weight. Righteous. See? If they get in the Latasha stamp, you know, I give her a hard time. I'll go check them out. They're good. Yeah. They're nah, yeah, good. I'm going to check them out today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need that. But let me ask you, Latasha, because you have a hectic schedule. You you kind of used to having to be disciplined in it. Did you have a hard time training yourself, eating better, still handling a hectic schedule? It's easier to go grab something that maybe you should not have. Was that hard for you to switch that, or did that come easy? No, because I love my my nearest bodega. Um, mm-hmm. They know me by name. As soon as I call them, they like, same thing. I'm like, same thing. <laughs> I be getting just like lean meats, like turkey sandwiches. I eat the same thing like every day. Like, okay. Just like a turkey sandwich with tomato. And like sometimes I'll try to get like a salad at night or whatever. But I get the same thing every day. So it's like a routine. And if, okay. me without my routine, I'm a goddamn mess. So mm. no, not okay. really. Okay. <laughs> what, what would you say it's like you having so much background in it? What would you say it's like um, just creating a different set of... A different routine, a different kind of discipline. I, that's where I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Because I be in the gym, but my schedule is so crazy that sometimes, you know, that I Popeye sandwich don't look, don't sound too bad. That Popeye sandwich is fire. Let's just give Let's props just to give props it. To do I have not it. had it, but I heard some stuff. It's coming back it next was, month, and we are counting down. Listen, I didn't look, know that. <laughs> you got the countdown. It's coming back, it's coming back in November. <laughs> Popeye said. Oh. Yo. <laughs> That's hysterical. Bring She's like, back. nah, they're giving Bring me updates. Back. Let me no. see. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I ain't going to front. You know, my skin don't like it. But I was like, let me go ahead and do that. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I did it once and that was that. Yeah. Kind of that's, that's all you need. Yeah, I did it once and that was mm-hmm. that. But I do have a hard time setting a different routine because mm-hmm. my schedule is so crazy. So what what would go into creating a different 
routine. I always like to. So one, I'm not a person of absolute in any way, shape, or form, right? I like that. So you got to be. Uh, I want you to love the things that you genuinely love, but then be conscious of the things that you don't love in that space. And that's just an overarching dietary strategy, right? So if you tell me that, yo, I love that Popeye's chicken sandwich, it's like, all right, I'm not even going to tell you to cut out love in your life, but you got to be accountable for everything that comes inside of that, right? Mm-hmm. So now every other decision that you're making that's not something that you legitimately love, you got to get rid of it. So if that's what you're going to do, that's what you're going to do. We're talking about health, right? We're not talking about an aesthetic goal that's going to change everything, right? For me, getting down to that granular level, getting down into the ritual and getting all the rest of that stuff, food has such a diverse level of signals to people that perfection is a jaded thing. And abstinence, we were starting to stumble on that conversation a little earlier, abstinence inside of a dietary strategy is always going to end categorically wrong. So if it was like, yo, I just want you to eat steamed broccoli and chicken forever, you know, just just drink a thimble. You'd be of, like, I hate this nigga. Send him back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's how cats don't act like you haven't seen that mm-hmm. on, on all different types of space. Yo, I'm going to drink a thimble of vinegar and then, you know, I could eat, you know, whatever I want after that. Brown it's like, all right. Vegetables. Right. right. Lemonade and cayenne pepper. There's got to be, right? <laughs> so if that lemonade and cayenne pepper was the secret <laughs> to life. Right, no, they was pushing that with I totally understand it, but but we got to understand what that actually means. And again, I know how hips came back. I know how we feel about the hive. We watched them hips come right the fuck back. Understand it. I'm here. Yeah, understand. We were condoning essentially a starvation strategy. For sure. Right. This is why I have such a hard time giving you an absolute inside this space because look at what happens on the extreme ends. People go too hard. People go too soft, and it's something in between. I say, love what you love. Be conscious of everything else inside that space. And then are we electing to be in a proactive state or reactive state? So if you're short on time, right, what can you do to be proactive inside that space? Are you planning out your meals? Are you doing anything that I know I run into a bunch of different spaces all throughout the day? I have to have either food with me or I have to know where I'm going to get this food in or it's just not going to happen. I'm going to be in a reactive state. Tends to be that you make better decisions. If you're proactive about those decisions as opposed to waiting to the last second and it's just like, I, I see those golden arches, that red sign is calling my name. Now I'm going to go grab whatever they have because that's the delivery system. That's, mm-hmm. It's designed like that with intention. I want to grab your attention as soon as you feel that hunger. I know exactly where to go. It's also right away reason those places stay open as late as they do. Wow. Get you while you on the on the downside. Oh, shit. I knew they was wrong. <laughs> See, I knew, I got knew. me trapped up in the I system too to i was in there <laughs> <laughs> i knew it i knew they was praying on me yeah that's why i stayed out of let's there. get proactive we're gonna make it work that's what's up i think with just being intentional with everything mm-hmm. even especially like your food yep i think that's that just takes a different kind of discipline and i, I just i admire it i want it i'm working on it mm-hmm. i'm working on it but i do admire it and i always Every time from when since we've connected, I always was like, I just could look at him and tell he got a different kind of discipline, son. <laughs> like I, I like I've seen you not to be weird, but I've seen you eat. Like yeah, I've I seen eat. we've been in spaces where it's like I gotta grab a meal, and I'm like, yo, he don't even have the after I ate body. I'm like, son, <laughs> something is different about him. I always, I always end up pregnant with a food child. I'm telling you, son. I'm like, he don't have it. That means he's doing good all the time. I, I try to make better, <laughs> more better decisions than worse decisions. And I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, again, I indulge when I need to indulge. If I'm, We went on a damn food tour the last time we hung out. We yeah, jumped true. from all over the That's place. 
And was I ever like, yo, I, it's either going to be hell yeah or fuck no for me. It's like, yo, if I don't want it, I don't want it. And it's, it's because it's not giving me that urge. It's because it's not giving me that thing. If we're in a space where we're having camaraderie and we're sharing and we're engaging, yo, I'm having whatever we have. But I'm conscious of what we had. All right, cool. I was out here drinking. I was out here eating a bunch of stuff. All right, the rest of my day, I'm going to tighten it up. You know? I'm the one who ate a bunch of stuff. <laughs> he had one extra chicken wing from his protein breakfast. <laughs> Please. Yeah. God. He had one extra, <laughs> one extra wing. I'm the one who ate it. Whatever yes. the fuck I wanted. <laughs> Yo. But you had a good friend. time? Did you love it? I had a great time. There we go. All right. See, we in the That's space. When you when you think about like a meal that you love, mm-hmm. and you was like, you know what? I know I gotta work extra harder. Oh yeah, extra hard after for sure. But it's, it's whatever. What meal is that? Oh, I'm going oxtails all day. Okay. Like, don't put me anywhere near any real like serious savory stuff. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's gonna be a problem. I eat a whole damn cow. You mess around. Oh my god. Catch me on this side. <laughs> it, it'll be pra- yeah. it'll be crazy. Yeah. And I'm this is not hyperbole at all. I've, I've we are very fond of one another. Me and the oxtail. I find you everywhere you <laughs> coexist. You know. Yo. My Filipino dudes do it a different way. You know, yeah. everybody on flat push got a little bit of different spice to it. That's oh, a fact. We pulling up. I'll be over it. Let me relax. <laughs> I'm getting a little excited. See, yeah. I know how we gonna kick it after. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Latasha, what's your cheat meal? Like, like, nah, I need that no matter what. <sighs> like cheesy burgers, like heavy mm. meat, heavy cheese, super greasy carbs. That's that shit. Carbs, yeah, yeah. That's that Something shit. Something salty. Lately, I've been finding myself in in the taco spaces. All the time. Kind of over tacos, I ain't gonna lie. Son, I don't know what it is with me because I was good for yeah. a long time. Like, now nah, I'm good on that. I mm. want something to eat. Mm. Something about the way they, they, they doing that in El Jefe's. <laughs> something about it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, something about El Jefe's, man. And they take forever. Mm. They take forever. You order that shit at 3 o'clock, 3.30, they be like, your, your juice is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, son. But it's something about it. But I need to relax. I'm I need more of a burrito person. You know, I like never had a burrito. Gonna... Really? Say what? I've never had a burrito. You have to just fill it with red meat, rice, and a whole lot of cheese. I'm and I'm there. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm <laughs> you know how to set the trap. All right, we gonna make this work. <laughs> you we know what I'm saying? This, we got a Mexican hangout. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's what I'm hearing as well. <laughs> Slut for burritos. Wow, I like that. that that's amazing. Right. You know I want that saying? on a shirt. This is like, you trademark that? Burrito whore. No. I'm going to go ahead and get on that. Capitalize on this moment. (laughs) No worries. As soon as we done, I'm going to go ahead and capitalize. I was like, go ahead and make that shirt up. (laughs) Just send me one. Let me get a lot of over there. But you have a show, Off Mm -hmm. the Strength. Yes. Uh, it's, It's a Gotham original. It is. So- before we get into the show, yes, yes. I just need you to clarify some things for me. Okay. As an original, uh-huh. does it mean that Gotham owns the name or the content? So we are partners okay. inside that space. I see Mike getting real nervous inside the, yeah. the booth over there. He's I'm going like, to ask up. these questions. <laughs> I'm going to ask. Mike's like, cut the mic. <laughs> 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 yeah, we are partners inside there. Um, as I, So how this whole thing came about, I... Was a fan of the Horrible Decisions podcast. Mm-hmm. I saw what they were doing. I saw where their trajectory is going. I saw what they were recording. Right. I couldn't make the Gotham podcast seminar that they had the first time around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sent them a proposal. Uh, I sent them essentially a pitch deck of here's where we are. Here's where we want to go. And essentially, here's the verticals that I know that I could already tap into that I don't see these other wellness podcasts going into. Can we be joint partners on this venture and let's see where this can go in that space? So that's how I approached it. Right. Um, in terms of who owns the name and all the rest of that stuff. Well, you know, if I learned any of the lessons from my P 
people that I was around a long time ago, you know, I got to come in with some trademarks and, you know, make sure that my lawyer takes a look at a couple of different things and make sure the I's are dotted, T's across. Lawyer talk. Listen, we got to be prepared. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but we're all good. It's a very lovely space. You know, again, I, I love them as a creative partner. They've been able to help us foster so much different things as we came through. Um, and yeah, we're looking to really shake the system coming into this next year. I was really happy when y'all came. Um, I'm not sure why. Not going to lie. I was just like, oh, an original. That's what's up. <laughs> not sure why. But I used to know you guys. Forgive me. I used to know you guys as the Lululemon niggas. Oh, snap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, yo, them the dudes that be uh, on, on the billboards for yeah, Lululemon. We, we, we might have done some stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. You know, I, might, I may or may not have been paying attention, you know. And then I remember I got an email and they, you know, they connected us. And they and then I remember you were just like, yo, we, we, we need to work. But it happened so long ago that I mm-hmm. was like, it may not happen. And then when we met for the first time, it was at the live show, right? It was you were doing a show out here, yeah, in the uh, lobby space, and I yeah. had to come through and show that love. I was yeah. like, yo, and I've I been was trying like, to see y'all. Yeah, I was like, that's him from the email. Couldn't put no face to anything because I was just like, I try to stay out of every other podcast because I don't ever want to catch myself sounding like anything. I totally else. get you. But I was like, yo, that's him. The Lululemon dude. <laughs> I was like, I like him. He got a name too. <laughs> that was when I learned your name. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm gonna put. I'm. Yo. I'm wearing that Lululemon dude. Yo. Today. Like, I was like, that's him. You catch me in some stretchy pants so, from time to time. You know, I they, be they, knowing. They, and then I was like, it. no, I was like, him who? I was like, you don't know because you wasn't here yet. But that's the Lululemon dude. <laughs> it's a bunch of them. Like they got a whole show. <laughs> Yo. Then I was like, then I started listening, and I was like. Yo, these Lululemon niggas, okay. <laughs> then I started learning your names because I was like, I mean, I obviously can't approach them as the Lululemon niggas. Yo, that's, first of all, that's hysterical. I'm going to go over there and be like, yo, I got a whole new concept, y'all. We're going to come through. Everybody in Canada is going to feel real nervous about it, but I pr- promise you it's going to go over well. <laughs> I was I was for sure with my shit. I'm like, them is the Lululemon niggas. Oh, I man. like them. But I, what, when y'all show started coming about, first of all, mm-hmm. how'd y'all meet? So... <laughs> I know Kyle from college. Kyle was in undergrad while I was finishing up my grad school. We met at a 420 party. Um, You could read into that, whatever you need to read into that. You know, we was lifted in that space (laughs) and we took it from there. Um, He became like, that's my little homie for real, for real. Uh, So when he was going, I put him on to some stuff early on in the game and was like, hey, man, you need to get on this team. Let's figure out where we're going to go. And, you know, I was operating in the space that I was operating at and brought him inside of that same uh, fold so to speak and we were able to thrive and he then went on and had his own career and started to spin off into that space um, Corey I met him actually on a job interview I was taking this job interview because I was opening up my own brick and mortar studio and I mm-hmm. don't have I didn't have at that point in time any group fitness experience most of my stuff is one on one working with teams working with people who were in the rehab setting but I wasn't a group ex instructor and that's a whole different world a whole different type of category so if I'm going to open up a space, I need to be in the soil, so to speak. Right. So I went to his spot during the interview. He's like, yo, why are you really here? Because like, I'm looking through your shit. Like, don't know part of this makes sense. Like, What are you trying to do? I told him what I was trying to do. He's like, yo, that sounds crazy. Yo, uh, all right, I'm going to bring you on, but bring me on on that other side. So that's how me and Corey started rocking. Mm-hmm. Once we had the space open, I started to bring in some of the uh, sponsors that I had some relationships with. And I always try to be conscious in there to not mention them if they ain't cutting you a check. That's right. that's one of our big policies, you know what I mean? They ain't getting no free plug, you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, I bought a sponsor on. 
and we're running the whole bringing in trainers, different influencers, putting on different events and stuff like that. And I came across Troy and I was like, yo, I've seen you in a bunch of spaces, like way too many spaces that it doesn't make sense for us to be working together. I was like, listen, everybody else tells you that we should be competing, but yo, that's crazy. That's a waste of resources. And, you know, we don't occupy exactly the same space. What if we connect it in a different way? We're already working for a bunch of the same people. He's really the Lululemon official ambassador. Mm -hmm. I work with them mm -hmm. in different capacities, but he was the guy who was really up in the front. He's pictures and hanging up in different stores and all the rest of that stuff, right? So we connected and, you know, we formed a, a serious bond in that space. It's like, yo, I want to be around people who are pushing to get to this next level and be like, yo, I don't feel like I need to compete with you. That's crazy. We can get so much more done if you are dead nice at the thing that I know you're nice at. I'm going to take care of all the other stuff that I know I'm nice at. Let's lock this in like Voltron. Let's see what we could do. Son. That's pretty much what it was on. <laughs> you talk like a magician. You just, you just have to pay attention <laughs> to what he's saying. I connected with the Lulu Lenneman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, <laughs> nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, listen. There's, there's some stuff that should be said, you know. You got to make sure that they're they doing what they're supposed to do. I'm telling you, son, you're the closest thing I have to my very own T.I., son. You're the closest thing, son, because you'll give me everything I need to know mm -hmm. without giving me everything I ask for. And I like that, son. I like that. I enjoy that. I've I've spoken with people who I ask a question, and they're so busy trying to talk around it that they never get to anything. And mm -hmm. I'm like, well, this is dumb, because what, what have you said? Nah, I want to give you the info. Exactly. But, you know, there's, there's, you there's give me what in. I want. <laughs> Without giving me everything I asked for. And I enjoy it. Never thought I would enjoy some shit like that. I never thought, like, yo, that's fire. That's a, You need to teach that shit. Okay? I mean, hey, I listen. <laughs> we can get these life. master classes going. After we get this taco day, we're going to get this master class. That's crack. a fact. I need friends like y'all. My friends' vocabulary sucks. Oh, like, man. <laughs> Stuff, I get that text like, what? I, was about to say. I told you what that word meant. They damn sure do. They teaching me a lot. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm the vocabulary person, but I'm not the speller and stuff. So I'll be trying to say something. I'm like Siri, help me out. Hell yeah! And one time Siri fucked me over because Siri spelled it wrong as well. Damn. And I, yo, they never let it go. It was like, so remember that time she asked Siri and still got it wrong? <laughs> damn, y'all. That's tragic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I was. I was hurt, but. With the show, mm -hmm. you guys have done some amazing things. So proud of what you guys are doing. But what what do you see? And I, you know what, though? I'm starting to dislike this question. The more <laughs> I read, uh, I'm currently in The Power of Now. Okay. So the more I read, the more I'm starting to kind of pull away from this question. Mm -hmm. But I do think I'm not fully gone yet, so I'm going to ask it anyway. I want to hear it you now. I'm saying? on the edge of my seat with what this. Do you, what do you guys... What are you guys going to do? Not trying to do. Mm -hmm. I want to do. What are you guys going to do? We got 2020 coming up. Yep. What what can we expect from you guys? So I, I can only speak towards me okay. in that space. Um, the brand is is four strong individuals that all want to do everything for different reasons, mm -hmm. right? But we all work in the same direction. I'd say as an individual, um, I stated out to be a provocateur in this space. And everything that I'm involved in is to be as disruptive as possible because I want to go into a different direction mm -hmm. industry-wide. I'm talking about the wellness industry specifically. Um, I needed to be sustainable in this content creation and storytelling aspect. So this is what the first point of departure was inside of there. And I'd say everybody in that same collective has that same idea and the same direction that we want to generate. So this was the first level of exploration. 
We want to continue to take all the lessons that we learned and continue to expand in different levels of exploration inside of what the greater storytelling art and wellness really could be. We're talking about sitting on a $4.2 trillion industry, right? Industry-wide, $4.2 with a T trillion. Why isn't there more diverse storytelling on that art? I want to address that as a problem. I want to address a lot of the ills that I see as a problem that I need to have a certain level of relevance and success because people only listen to you when you get to that level of success to really change some of the things that I think are endemic inside of that industry. That's my personal goal. Okay. Right? Everybody else, you know, I think we're all... All those rivers lead in the same direction, mm-hmm. but there might be a slightly different departure inside that space. Course, but oh, we we trying to shake it up for sure. <laughs> y'all doing that? Y'all doing that? You don't ever get um, either kind of nervous, or you don't you don't ever stumble when you have to speak to people about the things that you aspire to do. I'd say nervousness lets you know it's real. Okay. Nervousness lets you know you it, you care about it, um, and I, I think that that's fear comes from the same place that I'd say bravery comes from. You know, it's a response to a very direct stimulus. Um, It's just a matter of how you choose to react in that space, which path is going to lead you down. So I get scared before I do every one of these things, but that's how I know I'm dialed in. You know, it's the same as in sports. You're about to play a big game. You're about to go act or on stage. You're about to go do something else like that. This is your moment. It's going to be on you. You should feel something. And if you don't, I don't know how much you cared about that. Right. So I feel that every day, but I also got a chip on the shoulder. I got to prove you hand, this. You handle it amazing. You handle <laughs> it amazing. Like, you you get the message out. It's very clear. Like, you're like the poster child for what people was like. This is what you got to sound like. like I was, then I was like, all right, let me go in there and try it. Well, fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love I love. But <laughs> you know, that, like, this is the perfect case of, like, when you find your niche, just stick to it. Don't try no other shit because <laughs> I know if you were to sound any kind of vulgar and just be like, I'm going to say whatever I want to say, it would be me. And if I took the time <laughs> to polish my voice <laughs> and get it right, it would be you. This works perfect. That's I feel why like I'm the mix of both of y'all. I'd be cursing like yeah. a See? on my social issues. Yeah. But that's why when it you works. Feel, Respect yes. black women, nigga. Right. right. <laughs> church. What she said. Would put that on a shirt. Son. But because of all the other companies, I'm probably not gonna be the one that says that, but know how I felt, you know? No worries, I got you. We got this. I love trans people, bitch. Yeah, you know see? Yeah, I'd wear that, you know? You know what Rock I'm out. I'm with the shit. The shit just works, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I enjoy I enjoy the show though. The show is the the show is something that I feel was needed. Also, anytime before coming in contact with you guys, anytime I, I thought about wellness or I, I looked it up. It was very white. So it's good to just see some people, my skin tone, getting it together. Yeah. And and you know what, though? It's become a fad to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. But you guys actually take care of yourselves. So I was just like, you know what? That's not something that you can hate at all. And even when I saw you on your journey, like, with yoga and stuff, I've always wanted to do yoga. Mm -hmm. And I started it. um, My kids, you know, you can't teach kids shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yoga for children is so, like, it's so hard Mm -hmm. because they want to do stuff that's, yes. My kids took, like, we had, like, a whole meditation, five minutes. They took that as, like, nap time, mm-hmm. go in each other's bags, nice. like, do all kinds of other shit. <laughs> like thieves. All the time. All the time. And it was just, like, meditation for what? Yeah. But I, I started, like, doing it with my children, and I was like, oh, I want to do this by myself. You, when I checked you out, it was like, 
the time has to come. The time has to come because for a while it was like one day, one day, and then I'm like, yo, we sh- need way more black people in those yoga studios. Yeah, and that's that's on life, mama. Like that, <laughs> yeah. we need way more black people in the studios, and it'd be like white girls hair all over the floor. See. That's why we got Brother Jones out there Yo. trying to hold it down. He out yeah, there. That's, that's why fact. he can't come. He's doing his that's yoga teacher fact. training right now. Our that's hair, dope. Our, our hair don't fall out like that. It don't. <laughs> and it be sticking to you, especially if you're wearing tights and shit. Son, it be, it be on, on you. you. I would like more black people. It be like, on you. Yeah, yeah, I done yeah. been at the gym and been like, Lauren, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> this what shit color is this? Who is doing this? <laughs> like, it's everywhere. Yeah, so more black people in the studio, please. That's okay. what we try to do. Well, what, so what's what's it been like for you just on your yoga journey? You know what I'm saying? What's it a like? long time coming because I've tried yoga for years and I was never into it. I was like, this is too slow. I wanted some vigorous, like, hit routines. I wanted mm. to be active. And then my knee went out and I was like, so we're going to oh, slow it down. Got to do it. We're going we gonna to do something else. Um, and I had been meditating hard body for like two years, but then I slowed down a lot this year. Um, so yoga is kind of picking all those pieces back up for me. Okay. Um, and it's actually, once I like realized what it was, it's not that it's slow, it's just like, it's pacing and very challenging, like to hold a pose and it uses a lot of muscles that you don't normally use. And it challenges so many different parts of your body. Like it's just been really helpful. Mm. Okay. So. And you like hot yoga better. Right. Yeah, I feel like I'm just. I just feel like I'm doing more. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So why you sweating? I ain't yeah. getting it. Yeah, I've done regular yoga. I want to do. I call it cold yoga. <laughs> cold yoga. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I do cold yoga. <laughs> but that's the thing with like hot yoga. It already like warms up your muscles to like mm-hmm. be challenged that way. Mm-hmm. So like to work out in a cold spot, like it's just it's not really healthy. Like I used to do like martial arts too, and the wow. studios would be freezing. So you catching cramps, your arm is tired, mm-hmm. you just slowing down, your body's locking up because it's fucking freezing. Like hot yoga really expands like what your body's able to That's do. That's what's up. Now I know why she be talking so spicy because she got that cake in the tuck. You know what I'm She's saying? She's going to let you know. You, you know about to get I'm this saying? butterfly kick. You Listen, keep coming out here. This explains a lot. <laughs> Listen, I still can't fight. So she I don't know who's money. She, you let her tell you that. She, she got the glow. She going to hit you with that Bruce Leroy real quick. Real quick. Slide up on you. We gonna when they to... do this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck it, I'm out of here. I'm going. I'm wax on, wax off. They do this shit. Fuck it. Never mind. I never even wanted to argue. We need a refund. I still can't fight. So. Don't run up on my son. I don't. She lying. I don't know. It's because I was raised by both parents, or because I was living in Queens. <laughs> Queens get the money. You got it. You can't. Fuck, Two I can't parent fuck, household to do it to. You. Oh damn! I can't fucking buy it. I can't. Yo. So. You ever you ever do uh, yoga? I definitely do. What's your relationship with yoga? I well. I got to go pull up on my dude when he's teaching and okay. see what they're doing over on that side. Um, I would love to do it a lot more frequently than I actually do. But because it's usually such a confined schedule to that, mm-hmm. I can't tell you that it's really something that I have in my practice normally. Mm-hmm. But I've recently been doing it at least once a week. So okay. it's been it's been an increasing thing. I love both the Bikram, the hot forms and just the regular thing. I think if you come to it to do a different circumstance depending on what studio you're going to depending on the different places you know you get a little bit different vibe different flow it's all good i like i like not being super tight and bound up i I need to be able to move around in these streets Mm -hmm. so latasha before you were going to these studios did yoga start at home as well yeah okay so yoga at home does work too it's it's effective I think yoga around people like encourages me. Like I've always preferred like a group setting because at home you can stop. Yeah, you can go get some water. You can start a movie and be like, "I'm gonna come back." Like there would be sometimes. Talk about me, quick. <laughs> like, there'll be sometimes the I walk in. Quick. My dad is sitting on a on a 
a medicine ball. He got the weights around his feet, but he watching the movie. Nice. <laughs> Sir, what are you, what, what is this? I'm working out. I'm, I'm, I'm doing, see, I can't, I don't have time for all that. Like you get, you, you don't have the motivation to stay in the moment and like really challenge yourself or like you just lazier. Like I'm not putting my leg over there and it's, you just wait till the ex- exercise is over. Like when I be in class, it's like you better move that leg over, and the teacher will come and make you do the make you do the pose correctly. So yeah. it's I need that setting. Yeah. I'm gonna need that as well. <laughs> yeah, we, I, that, we've, we've that works discussed for me. my home yoga stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm very much like, oh no, just pause it. Obviously, <laughs> that should be on pause for days. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all I'll like you back. still there? <laughs> yeah, what, what's going on? Like, yeah, are you nah. still watching? <laughs> yeah. No. Yo. <laughs> no. But uh, let people know where they can find you. Where they can check you out. No doubt. They can catch me on most of the social channels at Add a Trainer Call Tony. Uh, definitely pull up on the Off the Strength podcast. That's a GPS original. Mm-hmm. Shout out to those people again. We on all major DSPs and, you know, check us out in some stretchy pants every once in a while <laughs> with that other spot. You even <laughs> promote different. Like, I've never said DSPs <laughs> in all of the seasons of Thank Me Later. But I'm going to start saying that shit now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know? like, this shit just sounds like I'm better. That's where we at. <laughs> I'm better at this shit now because I'm not like... On anything but a DSP. Obviously. There we go. You win the DSP. Take your DSP. Come on, man. I'm gonna need that. And you can always catch him ten feet behind me because he's always stalking me. And Every move me. she make, I'm here. He's always right behind me. She gonna let me know where the burritos is at. I'm so, trying to catch these. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let them know where to find you again. Uh, just Latasha on YouTube and Instagram. You can also find my show, We Shall Over Chug with Jameer Pond on Aurora TV. Uh, new Grapevine TV episodes coming. And uh, where else am I, Jesus Christ? Uh, Twitter.com, Tasha 404 Oh. <laughs> yeah, she just threw that out there. 404. Where yeah. am I? You know what I'm saying? By what the time way. is it? What day is it? <laughs> you know, but uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Uh, much I love. I enjoyed love. being here thoroughly. This was a, quite the pleasant surprise. First of all, thank you right now. For everything that you've thank been you doing. Thank you immediately. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Thank you in this present tense <laughs> for putting this together and seriously being, you know, an amazing host and open and receptive to all of this stuff. A lot again, a lot of people think I gotta be competitive with the people that are in the same space. I think it's that's stupid. stupid. It doesn't make make any sense to me. We can all rise, we can all go. Definitely pull up. Um, I don't know if you threw out the uh, overchug invite, but if you ever make it over on that side, like seriously, they drank me under the table on there. My whole rest of the day was all over the place. Um, <laughs> See, that's what happens because how y'all did me at that seminar was a yeah, little crazy. Yeah, you got a little loose. They told me it was water. Nah, oh, they get you the vodka. Yeah, like, yeah. nah, they shouldn't have yeah. did that. That's yeah. messed up. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I kept going. I kept going. That's I made I the felt. conscious decision to keep going. The next day, I was like, well, that's why I don't make decisions on my own. Because it's stupid. <laughs> that's how I felt <laughs> immediately dumb. after hanging out with Tasha. I was like, yo, she, she really put this on me right now. I got to go. Deal yeah. with the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. 60% of that was his own fault. It was, but I showed up committed. Yeah. <laughs> obviously have to commit. Didn't have to. After a year and a half of drinking, Jameer and I, take it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> I was diving in. They said, they said Chug. Chug is in yeah. the title. I said, yeah. no. You can it's crazy because that. that's how I found out about Latasha. It was the show. Yeah. I was like, this is some shit I can get behind. And shoot a shoot. Mm-hmm. So you're going to catch me on that show one of these days. There we go. <laughs> you know what I'm there we exactly. go. You know what we'll I mean? be back 2020. We're on hiatus right now, but we're definitely coming back. We're going to chug. Pull up on them. <laughs> <laughs>
Our livers need a break. It's been time. <laughs> I was just about to <laughs> say, I wonder if break. it's their bodies. <laughs> yeah. it's, it literally hurts. And I was like, this is a terrible concept. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. When you go into it and then you realize, oh, I'm fucked up. Yeah. It's the third day of this. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. didn't have to. People are like, do you film multiple episodes in one sitting? I'm like, do you want me to die? <laughs> you want me to die? You want me to die? Yeah. Yo, no, I appreciate y'all coming through, man. Much and love. I appreciate y'all listening. Y'all know what y'all been listening to. I'm out of here. Much love.